am back from a leadership event and oh my goodness gracious, I'm pretty sure I'm like, um, I don't know, that whole like vibration stuff, whatever, but I am just on, I don't even know how to describe it, but I'm fired up. I'm fired up about so many things, about my own business, I'm fired up about business in general, and I'm fired up about you and encouraging you and supporting you and helping you. And today, it's so funny, I've been keeping this ongoing list of podcast topics that, you know, as it comes, I need to write it down because I don't know about you, if it goes more than like a minute or two, I'm like, wait, what was that? What was that whole thing? So I've been keeping this running list and one of the things in there I have put on a couple of times, the topic that we're going to talk about today, which is your ego, your ego, it's been in there a couple of times because, well, it's hit me multiple times. And finally, the other day I was looking through and I was like, wait a second, um, this is a recurring theme. Like this is something that we need to talk about. So that's what we're talking about today. Stop letting your ego get in the way of success in your social selling network marketing business. Are you here for it? If so, grab some paper, the whole thing, get ready because we are getting, we're getting serious. But before we get serious, here's the thing, friend. Are you starting or are you struggling to grow your network marketing social selling business? Like you've been here for a while or maybe this is all brand new to you and things just aren't clicking like you thought they would. Are you doing everything they, your upline, your business, your company, your team, whatever, are telling you to do and you're not having the success at all or to the degree that you wanted? Can I be perfectly honest with you? I hope so, because I'm about to be. It's because your marketing and your messaging is frankly, it's just a hot mess. More than likely, you're trying to be somebody you're not. You're seeing somebody else doing stuff. It's working for them. So you're like, oh yeah, let me do that too. And you're hopping all over the place. So let's fix your niche. Let's find you more customers and grow your team faster by making a few simple tweaks that you're that you're actually gonna see differences in. You're not gonna be chasing people. No more awkward sales messages in the DMs. Please, no, can we just raise our right hand and say, I solemnly swear I will not send awkward messages in the DMs. It is time to make authentic relationships in those small snippets of time that are actually going to convert. Friend, I believe with every fiber of my being in your network marketing, social selling business, you should not, you should not be working hours upon hours upon hours every day. Even if you have a team of multiple thousands of people, you still should not be working multiple hours a day. That is the beauty of this industry. I'm also not saying you're going to get rich on 20 minutes a day. Uh-uh. Don't mistake that. But you need to be using your time wisely. So I want you to come and join Niche Into Success so you can stop feeling awkward about sales and start actually putting money in your pocket from your network marketing business and understand how to do all of that in an efficient amount of time so that you're speaking directly and and attracting the exact people that want to hear what you have to say, whether it's a product, a business, all the things. So I want you to go to bit.ly slash niche into success to get started. Make sure that niche into success is all lowercase. You can find the link in the show notes. Go to bit.ly slash niche into success, N-I-C-H-E-I-N-T-O, 
S-U-C-C-E-S-S, all lowercase. So if that's you, if you are ready to start seeing more customers and faster team growth, then this is for you. Bitly slash niche into success. I'll see you over there. Hey there, my unicorn mama. Do you feel like you're not having success in your network marketing business? Are you struggling to build a team or get customers? Do you think people will run from you if you bring up your company or products one more time? Do you feel awkward like you're forcing sales? Do you hate cold market messaging but have no idea what else would work to grow your network marketing business? What if I told you it was possible to build a successful network marketing, social selling business your way? A way that felt comfortable, authentic, and easy. Imagine if new customers and team members came to you and they actually wanted your products and to work with you. It's possible to have success by simplifying your process so you can convert in less time. I'm Michelle. Hey there. And after more than a decade in the network marketing industry, I've finally figured out a system to help me show up as the audacious, unique, unicorn God created me to be to use my time efficiently and effectively while not being tied to social media and having more fun in the process. In this podcast, you'll find ways to grow your network marketing, direct sales, social selling business through strategic goal setting, unlocking a growth mindset, social media strategy, tactical sales and marketing hacks, genuine, authentic connection, and relationships built on trust. You'll hear from expert guests and some fun, spicy conversations with other unicorns just like you. So go heat up that cup of coffee for the eighth time. I know how it goes and let's get started. I heard someone say this this weekend, confidence doesn't come from ego. Ego masks confidence. Confidence comes from commitment. I want you to think about that for just a minute. Confidence comes from commitment. Ego masks confidence. We allow our ego to come out when we're lacking confidence. And maybe using the word confidence isn't really explaining it right, but can you think about that for just one second? Ego masks confidence. Have you ever not felt 100% about what you're doing? And by that, I mean, maybe, maybe you don't feel fully confident in what you're doing. And so because you don't feel fully confident in that, you're making it up with your ego in, in, other, in other ways. The more you do these activities, have the conversations, the more comfortable you're going to become, right? Well, that comfortability is going to build your confidence. That confidence has come directly from the things you've done that have boosted your commitment level. So let's take, for example, something that has nothing to do with your business. Um, So years ago, gosh, nine years ago, my friend's 
decided that they were going to run a half marathon and I should do it too. The most unathletic person that they know, they're like, hey, Michelle should do this. Well, I was turning 40 that year and I was like, heck yes, I'm going to do these things that I should not be able to do. You know what I mean by like, like I'm not a runner. That's not how my body is built. Um, I'm a great spectator. I'm a great cheerleader. I'm all those things. But I was like, no, you know, I kind of get fired up when I sense that somebody thinks I can't do it. Now, my friends were awesome. They're like, Michelle, you can absolutely do this, but it's going to take time and it's going to take work and it's going to take training. So I'm like, okay, great. It's awesome. You can go Google like how to prepare for a half marathon, which is 13.1 miles. Insane, right? I, I couldn't even think about the 13 miles because I was like, what the heck? So that race was going to be in May. And my friend and I decided, okay, we're going to start like in November, we started our training. Well, in California, albeit if you're anywhere outside of California, November is by our standards is not cold, but it is. It is cold for this Californian. So we were training inside. We were at the gym and we were doing the treadmill. And I remember the day that I ran for a minute straight for 60 seconds. That was insane. I remember looking down and being like, oh my goodness. Well, okay, that that bred some confidence. Then, then I remember when I could run for a mile straight. I was like, holy cow. The thing I love about running, so I hate running, I don't run anymore. But the thing I love about running is it is so clear how you've grown. I went from not being able to run for, you know, 30 seconds at a time to being able to run for a minute, then for five minutes and then for a mile and then for two miles. And the first time we went outside and ran outside, so we have all these paseos where you can run where you're not like right in the middle of the street. I remember running that day and I I ran, I think it was eight miles. And I remember something happening at that third mile. If you are a runner and you've run at any point in time, I got to the point and I was like, who are you? Where if I was not, if I was going to go out for a run, I wasn't going to just run for three miles because that was a waste of my time. I That's when I was just getting started. But that didn't start at the beginning. Like my, my confidence came from my commitment and my commitment bred my confidence because the more I did it, the more comfortable I became, the more I understood what I could do. Now, prior to that, when I couldn't do any of this, I would allow my ego to mask my confidence in other ways, like how I was good at something else. And and I don't need to do this because whatever, I was justifying, I was giving all these reasons why I didn't need to do that. But when I set my ego to the side and realized, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to be bad at this first. In fact, I'm going to be terrible. In fact, I'm going to be so bad that I really just want to go to the gym at like five in the morning when nobody else is here. So I don't have to see that. But the more I did it, the more confident I became, the more comfortable I became, the more I knew I could do this, the more I grew. Well, that's that's you. That's your business. So you start a business and you know what? You might flat out suck at it. It might be terrible. Your posts are awful. No one's coming to you. So you have a choice. Do you stop or do you keep going? If you're going to stop, that's your ego because you've allowed yourself, your selfishness to get in the way. 
So your confidence has to come directly from the things that you've done that have boosted your commitment level, that have allowed you like, okay, I can do that again. I can do that again. And maybe you have to like totally dumb it down. I don't know. Get yourself some wins. So we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some specific ways. So ego is selfish. It's you, 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 you. How will this help me? The confidence that comes from your commitment and consistency is bred from service. How can I serve? How can I help others? If you're still not seeing how this is you or what exactly all this means, let me break it down just a little bit. And here are some different ways that we, and yes, I mean we, you and me, allow our ego to get in the way. This by no means is exhaustive, but I I know for certain that this is going to hit some of you and you're going to be like, oh my goodness, yes, I'm doing one of these. I'm doing all of these. I'm doing these plus. It's okay. If you if you don't change, that's where the problem comes. If you see this, you you realize this is you and you make some course corrections, that's awesome. That is the movement from ego to service. And that's where we want to be. We want to be on that service end of things, right? Okay, so number one, you're not following the system laid out by your company, your team. And when I say system, so if you followed along, you know, a year and a half ago, I made a massive pivot and I had no idea what a system was. I heard about it and I realized that the company I was with prior and the team that I was with, because more than likely it's going to be something from your team that has put something together. That's a whole other topic we can talk about later. But your system needs to be so, so dialed in that anybody can succeed with that. It is a start here, here, watch this video, download this app, boom, 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 this is what you're going to do. And it's something that every single person can implement and see success with. That's what I mean by system. If you're not seeing Um, or if you don't have something like that in play, then you don't have a system to follow and you've made your life a lot more work. I mean, that's just, that's just the facts of it. So you're not following. So I'm going to assume that you have a system in place. If you don't, that's a whole other topic. DM me. We can talk about that. If you're not following it, it's because you don't like some part of it or all of it for whatever reason. So here's the deal, friend. If you don't like it, then more than likely you've flat out joined the wrong company because if you, if you're wanting results, so you saw these results and you're not doing what they're doing to get those results, then you can't expect the results you've seen or heard if you're not willing to do the work that it takes because you're letting your ego get in the way. You're saying, oh no, 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 I don't do it this way. I'm I'm an influencer. I can't post like this. I can't do this. I can't whatever. This is a personal thing, friend. You're going to have to search your own heart. But if you're not following the system, more than likely it's on you. If the system doesn't work, if it's not actually a system that's proven and doing something where everyone can succeed, then more than likely, friend, you're in the wrong place. And you know, I've told you multiple times, I have made two lifetime commitments. One is to Jesus. One is to my husband. It is not the company I'm with. Now, I love the company I'm with because it solves a lot of the problems that I've had in the past. So I'm not opposed to a pivot, but you need to do some serious internal struggle or um, inspection of yourself and see like, is it the system that's the problem or are you the problem? Are you not implementing the problem? Because if you're not implementing the system, 
my brain is going like 10 minutes ahead of me. Like it's just going so fast. If you're not implementing the proven system, then more than likely you are the problem. If you don't have a proven system to implement, then the company's the problem and it's time to cut bait and find something that is actually going to give you the results that you're wanting. Okay, number two, you're not sharing. You've justified it by saying that the way they're posting, quote unquote, they're posting is so whatever. You fill in that blank. So rather than tweaking it to work from you for you, you're just not doing it. You're like, oh, I hate those images that they post. They tell us to post those things, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to. I was with a former my former company, no joke. When a product would launch, you could go through my feed of all the people that were in that company and they posted the exact same picture, the exact same content over and over and over and over again. Hence, growth against the grain was born because I was like, nope, we're done with that. There's zero strategy involved with that. So I had a choice and there were a lot of reasons why I left. Again, DM me, we can have a conversation about that. But if there's no strategy behind it, then it's pointless. But we're assuming that there is some strategy behind it. You just don't like the, maybe you don't like the content. Maybe you don't like the image. Change it. Change it to work for you. Don't throw out the the baby with the bathwater, right? Okay, number three, you're not having conversations. You're expecting people to come to you because you don't want to be, quote unquote, that girl or do it how someone else is doing it. Okay, I am a thousand percent supportive of not doing cold reach outs. No, thank you. We're not here for that. But there's something between not starting or having conversations and having a flat out cold, hey girl type message. Again, if you don't like what your team or company is suggesting, you have two options. One, do it differently and authentically to you. Or two, find a company that aligns with you. This is about you, you need to come to the core of this. Is your ego keeping you from doing these things or is there an actual problem? If it's your ego, then friend, get over it. Get over yourself. Number four, it's all about you. Your promotions, your, your success, you, 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 you. It's a you Sunday. I don't know where that came from, but it's a you Sunday. It's like you on top of you, on top of you, on top of you. And you're wondering why your team isn't leveling up. Well, I mean... Imagine if that was your upline and maybe it is. And that's why you're doing it. Is that attractive to you? Like, do you want to be that person where it's all about you, 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 you? If you look at your upline and they're all like me, 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 me. I want to hit this goal. So you need to do this. I, it's me, 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 me. Is that what you want to do? No. So don't get me wrong. I have huge goals, massive goals, goals that scare the living daylights out of me, goals that I'm even afraid to write down because, well, I just don't want to get disappointed, part of it, but big. And I know, I know I can't hit those goals without my team, but, 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 and you should have those big goals too, but it needs to come first from a heart of service for your team. The reality is I'm not going to hit my goals without my team and It's kind of like our kids, you know, like when you see them succeed, isn't there just like massive joy that comes on your face? Yeah. Well, that's the same thing here. Like seeing my team succeed is so much more filling and fueling for me than me hitting my goals. Now, I love it. I love hitting my goals, but watching my team overcome things, oh, yes, please, all day, every day. It's kind of like that, you know, it's it's better to give than to receive. I, I would give every fiber of my being to watch my team succeed. Absolutely. And helping them along the way. And yeah, sure, 
it's going to help you. That's totally fine. I have zero problem with that. It comes in your delivery. How are you talking to them? Is it a like, hey, I'm trying to achieve this, so how can I help you get here? Or is it a, hey, Susie, okay, let's bridge this gap because you know what you're leaving on the table here? Here's the difference in commission percentage. Here's the difference in bonuses. Here's the difference in blah, blah, blah. What can we do to, how can I help you get there? That does not necessarily mean offering some sort of incentive or offering, you know, all those things. It could be. That's really totally up to you. But how can you help her? Okay, number five. And this really gets to the core of it, the crux of it. You're more concerned about what some person may possibly kind of sort of think about you, your post, your live, your message, than you are about how it can help them. You have a product, a service, and an opportunity to share with people out there, right? In the network marketing space, we have products. So we're we're appealing to customers. And then we also have an opportunity, a business side of things, right? If you're more concerned about what Susie Q is going to think of you, maybe, possibly, but the reality is she's not thinking that much about you. But if you're more concerned about that than how your product or business opportunity can help her, then that's your ego. Flat out, that's your ego. How you can help them is service. How you can help them is serving. It's not your ego. So the reality is that you will attract more bees with honey than vinegar. That means if you come from a posture of service rather than ego selfishness, you're going to be far more attractive to your customers, your team, and well, frankly, basically everyone else, because if that's how you're running your business or if that's how you're running your life, it's going to seep over into your business and vice versa. If you're running your business from this um, attitude of selflessness and how can I serve, it's going to going to pour over into your into your life as well. I spent years in a company that had a lack mindset. You can't have what I've created because I've created it for my team. I could never understand that. I was like, well, I mean, I put the time in. You want to use it? Sure, go for it. I spent 18 months with the most incredible, incredibly generous giving company. And I heard our VP this weekend say that if you're not treated with kindness and with abundance, then let me know because that's not how we run things here. And so when you have that from the top down, you can't help but give from selflessness and and with service, right? That's just like, oh, okay, that reminder. That's why I'm here. That's why I do what I do. That's why I want to help you because I love this industry. And if we as an industry move from ego, what does that do? I think there's... There's a million amazing companies out there that are going to check a lot of these boxes. I love this industry. Let's be servant leaders. We can do that, right? I tell you all of that because that needs to be your posture. Whether you're a team of one or a team of a thousand plus, the more your team succeeds, the more you succeed. And I do not mean that just from a financial standpoint. I mean, sure, that's going to happen, but which environment are you cultivating? So I had a a Zoom with my team last night. I just got home from this leadership trip. And you know how it is, like, it's like that camp experience. Like, you get back and you're like, oh my goodness, yes, let's go, let's go. 
And I sat there giving them the rundown because I just couldn't wait another minute. Like literally I was in the airport exhausted. Like my body hurts. We, we did this massive hike and which they said was not a, a hard hike, but it is because my quads and my calves are killing me. Anyways, side note. Um, but I sat there and I was like, oh no, 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 we need to talk today. Like, so whoever can make it hop on. Can I just be honest with you? Like I had to put my ego aside on the whole recording of the zoom. Like part of me wants to be like, um, well, if you can't be there, then you don't get to hear it. But I'm like, whoa, wait just one second, Michelle. Like it's not all about you. They have things going on. It's Sunday afternoon. Like they want, they're spending time with their family. Like just slow your roll, girl. Record it, send it to them. They can choose to watch it or not. So see, like I'm a work in progress here, working on my my ego all the time. So um, I just could not wait. I had to share my heart with them. I just had to share with them everything or as much as I could pack into like a short little, because I promised I was like 30 minutes, that's it. But I wanted them to know more than anything, I'm here for them. Yes, I have those big goals, but I can't do it without them. But I looked into each of their eyes and I know their whys. I know why they joined this company. I know why they joined me. And I want to do everything in my power to help them get there. They have to be willing to put in the work. But I want to be... I want to be part of that. I want to help them get where they want to go. So how are you letting your ego get in the way of your success? Are you excusing why you're not doing the IPA? You can go listen to, I think it's episode 141 or something like that, talking about specific IPA for you. Are you excusing why you're not doing the IPA that needs to be done to move your business forward? Are you justifying why you're not sending out the messages? Are you more concerned about what someone will possibly think rather than how you can help them? If these, if you're saying yes to any of these things or one of them or all of them, then friend, it's time to take a hard look. It's time for you to take this before the Lord and just be like, okay, Lord, show me where my ego is, is running the show here. And I need to let that go because friend, if you follow Christ, and you know that he has you here for a reason, then he wants you to lead with servanthood, right? He wants you to live or lead sacrificially. He wants you to show up. You got to do your work. You got to show up. You got to do the stuff. But you need to lead with service. Kick your ego to the door. Your ego is going to kill your business faster than anything out there. Any hey girl message, any of those, your ego is going to destroy everything in a millisecond. So if this hits home to you, you need to have a little come to Jesus moment here. You need to look through, talk to your accountability partners. Talk to somebody you trust who loves you, who's going to give you the hard truth in love and let you know and just be like, hey, Jules, like, uh, uh-uh. yeah, I'm noticing this. Like, it seems to be all about you. Like, how can we tweak that? How can we change that? How can we make it about them? And part of it, is probably understanding what your team is needing. What are their goals? We're gonna have another episode on that, but when we understand what our team is running for and what their goals are, first of all, most of the time, it's not what you think it is. Like, um, I'm always surprised when I ask somebody like how much they want to earn. And more often than not, it's like, ah, 300, 500. 
I mean, of course, there's plenty out there that are like, uh, yeah, I'm not doing this for less than two grand a month. I get that. I'm there with you. Um, and, and I have so many on my team who are the exact same way, but I have plenty who are like, you know what, if I could just cover a, a bill for right now, here's the thing. When they earn that two to 500 consistently, it's, they're going to be like, okay, that's great. Now, I mean, you think I could, you think I could double that? Yeah, probably. Let's do that. So it's okay. Meet them where they're at. Figure out what that is. Come up with a game plan. But when you understand what they're shooting for, it's going to help you serve them. Come alongside them. Okay, friend, if this hit home for you, if this was like, oh my goodness, this is exactly what I needed because I needed this too. I need this reminder, this reminder of how we started this. Confidence doesn't come from ego. Ego masks confidence. Confidence comes from commitment. If that's what you needed to hear, then friend, take a screenshot, share it in your stories, tag me at it's me, Michelle Castro, tag your friends. It, you know, you realize like tagging your friends doesn't tell them like, hey, your ego is out of control. You need to listen to this. That's not what that says. It says like, hey, this hit home for me and I know that you have big goals and I think that you would love this too. Or send it to them in a private message if you don't want to put it out there, but share it. Because I guarantee you if this hit home for you, it's going to hit home for somebody else. Have an amazing day. I I absolutely love you. If you are finding yourself frustrated, remember, go check out Niche Into Success, bit.ly slash, slash Niche Into Success, all lowercase. You can find the link in the show notes, but check it out. Because if you're struggling and you're not getting the success that you want, it's probably a simple fix. I mean, it's going to take some work but it's probably not as vast as you think it is. Okay, friend, have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.